Thank you for listening to Noobs and Dragons. If you'd like to hear more of The Glitch, you can find him on old episodes of The Legend of Retro. If you'd like to hear more from Danielle, she's guest starred on The Legend of Retro, as well as old episodes of Noiseland Arcade. Uh, if you'd like to hear more from Player One Mickey, uh, you can catch him on old episodes of GameZilla, uh, as well as uh, twitch.tv slash player, the number one, Mickey. If you'd like to hear more from me, Craig WK, you can find me on uh, old episodes of Noobs and Dragons, of course, as well as The Legend of Retro, Noiseland Arcade, and I stream occasionally over at uh, twitch.tv slash Craig underscore WK. And now, enjoy the episode. Welcome back to Noobs and Dragons. Aegon, uh, Elianod, and Garden. The three of you have just left Arnold's shop after having given him a rundown for, you know, what all's going on. And your conversation kind of spilled out onto the, the, the front street. And who overheard you but Norris, the carriage rider? who brought you into town and has made some delivery to Arnold's shop. Uh, he's up on top of the stagecoach, kind of ready to go, when he uh, mentioned that the, the you know a piece of the great outside came crashing to the uh, uh, this land time a long time ago. I'm sorry, what did you say, Norris? He says, well, it... Uh, just strikes me that your conversation is something that uh, I'm fairly familiar with. Oh. You're talking about stuff that happened to the South, right? Uh, yes, it was the swift, swift, swift something or other. Uh, was it swift, swift Farm. Swift Vine swift Farm? farm? Yes. Swift Vine Farm, yeah. That's right, Swift Vine Farm. Uh, uh, to the south of the town, right? Yeah. Uh, so what do you know about that farm? Well, I made deliveries around this area, and uh, uh, his farm was quite large. Uh, good old uh, Neldor, I think his name was. Yeah, did you did you stop by there often? Well, not often. Maybe once or twice a season. Uh, I want to roll insight on that. Yeah, you sure can. Uh, a good old six. Tell him the truth. Sure is. He says, um, yeah, a gentleman by the name of Neldor, a uh, wood elf, I believe. Okay. Um, have you been by there recently? No, not since uh, uh, the blight came to those lands. I uh, mostly avoided it. Uh, mind you, all the citizens have left of that area anyhow. So how long have you been coming to this town, then? Well, quite a few years. Uh, at least ten. Okay. Um, are you familiar with uh, a Taloon Quest Inn? A 
to Loon Queston. Why, yes. Indeed I am. Uh, do you remember the last time you had seen Tulum? Well, I think some years ago I uh, brought a... Uh, it was a couple, right? Uh, and a pair of, pair of twins? Am I remembering yeah. right? Yeah, they uh, were talking about how they were moving into uh, a mansion nearby. Nearby, do you know which direction? Well, I think they were talking about how it was in the south of town. I don't really remember fully. It's been a long time, but they mentioned, uh, yeah, that they uh, were retiring to a mansion. A mansion. Okay. Uh, Indeed. Okay. Uh, So... The the blight that hit, you referred to that as the great outside. What does that mean? A piece of the great outside fell out of the sky. It was a strange time, but uh, when it first happened, Neldor was uh, quite proud. What exactly is the great outside? That's what I'm not understanding. The great outside. It's everything that isn't here. And he looks up into the sky and looks back and says... It's what is in between the stars. A meteor so like, fell. So in space. It came from outer space. Yeah, I guess you could call it that. I've never heard of it referred to as outer space. Outer space. Uh, if you want, make a uh, uh, nature check or arcana. Uh, one of those two. and I'd uh, um, Or religion. Sure I'd allow that too. All right. That's a good old man. <laughs> I can roll for religion. Uh, you can roll religion, yeah. Uh, you guys can each roll, and I can tell you a little bit uh, uh, about the the great outside, outer space. <clears throat> and you got a six there, uh, uh, Aegon? Yeah. Uh, with a six, you don't really know... Honestly, even the phrase outer space is something beyond your understanding. The, the the fact that there's something out there where the stars are kind of confuses you. It's something that's outside of your area of expertise. Uh, Eliana, did you make a roll? Yeah, uh, 15. Uh, which did you roll, Arcana? Yes. Uh, 15 for Arcana. Uh, the uh, outer space, as Aegon referred to it, uh, the great outside, is essentially the far realm. The Far Realm is a dimension of pure insanity. It's beyond mortal understanding. It's where souls go that aren't claimed by the gods. And it's where beings like uh, aberrations come from. Uh, it's supposedly a dimension of such insanity that even just going there, you just lose your mind. And so uh, that's essentially what outer space in this world is, is okay. the, the far realm. And what did you get there, uh, Garden? Uh, nine. A nine for religion? Uh, mm-hmm. The great outside, uh, the far realm, is a realm that even gods don't go to. Even gods lose, would lose their sanity in such a place. Wow. Yeah, it's uh, uh, 
It is it is the 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 realm of beings beyond understanding. But gods are something that are kind of somewhat understandable. Uh, they reside in a dimension called the Astral Sea. Uh, but even they won't go to the far realm. So you think that whatever arrived in the Swift Pine Farm is possibly from the far realm? He says, well, sure. I mean, it, it was a, a chunk of rock that fell from space. He says, I don't really know what it was. I never really got a good look at it, but uh, uh, Neldor was kind of excited. Uh, it was something that was big to do around here for a time. Uh, he was pretty happy. Uh, he sent out to uh, uh, Magic Academy in the north to have someone come take a look at it, I guess. Uh, but, uh, yeah, he uh, uh, that thing landed on his farm, and then... Within probably about a year, maybe two years, his farm started shriveling up. His uh, wife and son took ill. And then, soon enough, the, the farm just wasn't able to produce anything, and so he had no need to call on me anymore. Alright. Um, do you mind if we ask where you're heading to right now? I'm heading to the north, uh, heading as far as Rayburn Falls. There's some farms along the way. I'll see if I can't pick up some more product and sell it in Rayburn Falls and then make my way back down to the south. All right. Got any questions for him? So, uh, yeah, uh, from what Norris is saying, he won't be around for some time. Uh, so if you guys have questions about the, the history of this town... This is someone who's been around, but is not a citizen who's concerned about the dark times. If you have questions, this might be a decent opportunity for you. Um, can you tell me a little bit about Charlotte Foster? What do you know about her? Charlotte Foster. Uh, you'll have to refresh my uh, memory. Uh, who is that? She runs the Susanna Inn. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, I think her mom passed away uh, within the last... I don't know, maybe a few years. Uh, I didn't really know her very well. I I think uh, uh, since Mr. Payne has been running the show in town when it comes to the shop, I've mostly just done business with him. Occasionally dropped off things for other people, but not usually. Okay. Um, do you get like a, any kind of impression from any time you've spoke with her? Or do you, have you not actually even talk to her at all? I don't think I've even talked to her at all. If I have, I don't remember. Okay. So the townspeople around here won't really talk to us about the the um, dark times. Do you know anything? Like, what le led up to that? Like, obviously the, the thing falling from space, but, like, they won't talk to us about any of it. They just act as if it never even happened. I think, uh, for the people of this city, I think it's the only way for them to maintain their understanding. These are... And he kind of gets a little quiet and, like, leans down a bit from the carriage towards you three so that only you three could hear. Not that anyone else is around. He says, these are simple people, you understand. Uh, they, uh... They don't quite grasp things like pieces of the great outside falling into their lives and twisting and altering things around them. I think it's 
something they probably just can't reckon with. They can't handle it. To them, it's just the dark times, bad memories that they want to try to forget about. But it seems like that blight spreads a bit every year. I don't know if they'll always be able to forget about it. Um, I noticed that a lot of the people who run the shops in this town haven't been here for that long. Did something happen to previous businesses before everyone, you know, before these new owners came in? Well, I can't speak to previous businesses, really. I didn't do a lot of business in town, just made the occasional delivery. But I can at least tell you this. I've personally brought each and every one of those people to this town. Hmm. He kind of uh, looks down at you guys. He says, I uh, I don't know. I suppose they have their reasons for being here, but... Uh, can I roll insight on that? Yeah, you sure can. With guidance? Uh, yeah, I'd allow that. Cool. Because, oh, man, I'm doing terrible today. <laughs> uh, insight, insight. Where are you? I've done you before. Uh, 14. With a 14? Oh, I mean, he, he seems to uh, know of all of the new people to town. Uh, he says that he's the one who brought them in, but uh, that doesn't seem to be a lie. He's not lying about it. Okay. Um, so, for instance, Arnold Payne. Did you bring him into town? Uh, Arnold Payne. Uh, let's see. Did he bring Arnold Payne in? He says, now Arnold Payne is someone that I did not bring into town. He himself, uh, I, from his words, wanted to kind of get away from the hustle and bustle of the big city life and dealing with the, his family is what it seemed like. Huh. Um, so like someone like Phineas, who, uh, who works at the church, Oh, Phineas, yes. He is soft-spoken church man, right? Yeah, did he, when you brought him in, mention the reason for his uh, move hmm. to the city? Did he mention it? You know, I didn't make a lot of small talk with, well, hardly anyone, to be honest. I usually just talk when I'm talked at. I find that's the best way to, to be a porter or a carriage driver. He says, but I... Uh, yeah, I remember uh, uh, he seemed uh, wispy, seemed uh, uh, maybe lost in his memories. I can't really think of anything else to describe it. Did you bring any of these people in from this, from similar, similar towns? Like, did anyone come from the same city? No, everyone came from different areas. Okay. Uh, the, yeah, they, they, I don't believe uh, uh, they came from the same city. I have a question for you. Um, since you've been here for a while, have, have you happened to see any other Dragonborns um, come through here? Any other Dragonborns? Let's see. He says, you know, I, I don't think it was too long ago. I, maybe within the last month, I think I saw a, a group of Dragonborn uh, traveling around the, on the road. 
Maybe it was even when I was uh, leaving after having dropped the three of you off. Hmm. If you happen to remember any by chance what they what they look like? I'm afraid not. I uh, okay. I saw their their forms. They seemed to be wearing cloaks. They uh, uh, had their hoods up. Just seemed like travelers, but they were all quite large, as track and born are. So you travel around a lot. Uh, I have a question. So this town is obviously hit by this blight, this this thing that came down from the sky. Have you seen this anywhere else, or is this something kind of unique to this area? Unique to this area. I've never seen anything like this before. I'm afraid it's a problem for Lava Cloud Village at this point, it seems. Okay. He kind of looks down at the three of you and he says, uh, is that why you're in town to investigate these matters? We're here to help. He kind of nods. He says, very noble of you. He says, the town has its fair share of issues and its townspeople are a little, you know, superstitious, uh, maybe a little reclusive when it comes to the their history. He says, you've got your work cut out for you, but uh, I wish you the best. All right, I thank, thank him you. and I say, I hope we cross paths again in the future. Oh, I'm sure we'll cross paths again. I'll be in town at some point. And who knows? Maybe I'll be the one to take you out of this place whenever you're done here. Unless you it's decide you'd like to stay. He says, I've heard there's a lot of vacancies in the south of town. <laughs> Enjoy. Funny. And he cracks the whip, and Norris's stagecoach, uh, with some boxes and crates on the back uh, rolls out of the uh, north of town. Can I tell what's on his carriage? Uh, make a perception check. Okay. With guidance? Uh, sure. Yeah, it's not going so fast that you wouldn't be able to cast guidance, I think. Okay. Uh, that is a 15. With a 15, uh, you see some boxes, you see some uh, chests, they're all tied to the roof of the carriage. Uh, I, you don't really, you ain't got x-ray vision, can't really see inside of it, but you don't really hear rattling or anything. It seems like uh, 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 if he's taking anything from this town to the north, it isn't much. Okay. That was an interesting fellow. Yeah. All right. I think we should visit Agnes and get that armor for Garden. Yeah, you guys want to go to Mithril Menders? Yes. I. Uh, are you guys heading there right now, or is there anything else you want to do before I send you over there? Um, I don't have anything no. else, Garden. Nothing. I have nothing. Cool. Perfect. So you guys head uh, uh, down the block to Mithril Menders. It's not far. Uh, you don't hear hammering inside as you normally do. Uh, you want to walk on in? Sure. You walk on in. Uh, all three of you make a uh, perception check. Yeah. 
four. 12. I got a natural 20. Wow, uh, that's good because this was a uh, 19. Okay, so uh, <laughs> I, so Aegon and uh, uh, Garden, you guys walk in and you guys see product lining the shelves. You look around as you walk in and you don't really, nothing catches your attention. With a natural 20 uh, there, Elianod, you see uh, behind the counter of the shop, so the there's like a counter and then there's a door that leads into like the back blacksmith area. Uh, at the counter uh, where, you know, she would handle transactions and stuff, uh, you see her holding what looks to be a, a small uh, picture frame and uh, uh, or like small, yeah, like a small frame. And she sees the three of you walk in, and she slides it in the uh, uh, cabinet. And uh, she seems to have a, a kind of a sour, sort of serious expression on her face uh, as uh, you three walk in. But as soon as you guys walk up, she's back to her normal self. Uh, things already been put away in the drawer. And she uh, walks from behind the counter. She says, are you here to pick up your armor? Uh, yeah. We're here to finally get that. Uh, how's that looking? Oh, it's think it looks pretty good. Uh, and you guys ordered uh, uh, what type of armor was it again? Was it stint? Is that what it was called? I don't have the thing in front. Stint of me. mail. I think that was it. Yeah. I uh, she uh, pull uh, grab uh, goes into the back and uh, she's grabbing the armor. I uh, do you guys want to follow? Yeah. Sure thing. Um. Or should one of us try and see if they can... Try to see away? what? Only Elianod saw that, and she ain't yeah, coughed I mean... up any info. <laughs> <laughs> well, as she walks in the back, I'm going to say to them, did you see she was hiding something there? Oh, no, I didn't catch that. Uh, so, Elianod, you saw what drawer it was in. If you want to try to sneak, you can make a stealth check if you want. Yep, I'm going to do that. Uh, Garden and Aegon, are you guys going into the back to get the armor? We'll follow her to the back, yeah. Okay. Uh, Agnes goes into the back, uh, uh, and it's on, uh, like, one of those, uh, it's not a mannequin, but it's, like, one of those, uh, uh, like, you know, uh, you see it in armor shops and video games. I don't know what the hell it is. It's, like, the, it's almost like a bust, essentially. It's like a stand. Yeah. An armor yeah. stand. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Essentially. Uh, and Let's it has play. the stint mail on it, and it uh, looks like it is your perfect fit there, uh, uh, Garden. She says, well, try it on. Let's see how it looks. I grab it and start putting it on. Sure. It takes you like a, a, a few seconds to undo your current armor, but it takes you a few minutes to put on armor. So uh, uh, there's a bit of time that uh, Elianot has here, depending on her stealth check. Uh, what did you get for uh, stealth? I got an 18. She is only focused on the armor in the back. I got a 1. <laughs> uh, you open up the drawer, Elianot, and you see uh, what looks to be a uh, a small portrait of a dwarf child. Seems to be male. Uh, seems quite young. Uh, and dwarves, you know, uh, uh, kind of reach adulthood 
by the time they're in their probably like 50s, you know, something like that. Uh, and so, yeah, this probably would have been within the first like 20 years of that dwarf's uh, life. They seem very young. And uh, yeah, it's uh, a, a pretty aged portrait at this point. Very small. Uh, if you want, make a history check, and I can maybe tell you more. Sure. So that is 12. With the 12, this strikes you that this is likely a memorial photo. You think this is someone who has passed on. Uh, Eliana, is there anything else you want to do while uh, Garden is inadvertently buying you a ton of time? I mean, uh, that's really the only thing that I've seen. So, uh, I mean, I guess I could look around in there and see if I see anything. Investigation check. Sure. I got a one. Uh, you look through a few other drawers, but nothing else catches your attention. That's the first of the recording session. So, uh, you know, nothing calamitous happens just yet. <laughs> uh, joining up with your friends after that? Yeah. You step back into the room. Uh, did you want to try to sneak back in the room so it doesn't look like you were out there? Or do you just want to walk on it? Yeah, I should probably try to sneak in there. Sure, make a stealth check. <laughs> uh, so that's going to be seven. With a seven, you kind of creep into the room and Agnes immediately uh, turns around. She says... Well, quit skulking around. Come on, see what your friend looks like with his armor on. Uh, and a moment later, uh, you now have the armor equipped. Uh, go ahead and augment your AC if you haven't already there, uh, Garden. Do you remember what it is? Because I remember. I think it was a 25. Uh, 25? No. That sounds very <laughs> wait, large. Wait. Yes, 25. <laughs> You're, no, I think it was uh, 1719. So 17 and then 19. Oh, I'm sorry. I was looking at, I'm sorry. I was looking at the hit points. I was about to say, <laughs> good Lord. What are you trying to do to me? Oh <laughs> well, yeah, your AC. It'll be 17, 19. And now Garden's I'm the invincible. juggernaut. I'm the juggernaut. And, and he doesn't have to roll with disadvantage for stealth now. Yay. You give me the nicest things, you're Aegon. Welcome. <laughs> that was everything. That was everything I had. So you're welcome. I, you put it on. Uh, Agnes isn't entirely satisfied with the fit. She has you take it off. She hammers a few things, gets it back to you. And yeah, it fits perfect. It's uh, looking good. Agnes asks if there's anything else she can help you guys out with. Uh, do I have her look over this? I picked up um, a shield with a dragon. Is she the one that I have looked this over? or uh, I... Did you think that it was uh, uh, magic? Is it an, uh, like I, uh, you found an ornate shield? I don't know. I know it's something we picked up. I think we were in the caves. Or, no, in the castle, if I'm not mistaken. I just didn't know if I needed to have it looked at before I oh. equipped it. No, I mean, not necessarily. It's up to you. Okay. Uh, if you analyze it and it's magical, then mm -hmm. it's up to you whether you want someone to look at it. But she wouldn't know anything about magic. She just knows okay. about make and model. Uh, if you want to show it to her anyway, though, she can look at it and see what she says. 
Yeah, what the heck? We're here. I'll show it to her. And you got that at the uh, 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 the Fortress of Volrock, or did you find that in the uh, Caves of Pneumonia? I believe that was the Fortress of uh, Volrock. She takes a look over it, and she says, well, it's not Dwarven make. Uh, she says, it's not bad. It's not uh, bad craftsmanship, but it uh, doesn't seem to be as high a quality as what I would want. I wouldn't necessarily go out of my way to buy it off you or anything. All right, thank you. Mm-hmm. She nods. Are you, are you sure you found that in the fortress? Because I feel like you just would have equipped it like you did that sword. Well, after the uh, the incident, I wanted to make sure I didn't need to have a look because I didn't want to be double cursed. Right, because that's why I'm thinking he might have got it in the cave. But that's you know. No, because I got the sword and gave it to him. Oh, okay. <laughs> anyway. Anywho, I. <laughs> so it all comes back to you, Alina. Does yeah, go figure. <laughs> I. So uh, Agnes asks if there's anything else that uh, her store Mithril Benders can help you out with. Uh, no, I got nothing. So. All right. Uh, she thanks you for your business, tells you if there's anything else that you guys uh, need uh, uh, custom ordered, whether it's weapons or armor, you know, to come see her. And she, you know, uh, sends you on your way. Okay. When we get outside, I'm going to tell them everything that I found. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. So... What do you guys like think about that? Like she was acting kind of shady and then hit it. And then it looks like it's just a picture of a dwarf child that it looks like it might be like a memorial photo. Hmm. Well, I wonder if maybe she needs help with something. Like maybe there's something that she's scared of or she's, you know, she's obviously hiding it, but maybe she's afraid of something or maybe she killed him i don't know <laughs> okay maybe. one of the many secrets well i mean should we go back in there and ask you know and kind of see if we can get something out of her without revealing that we know well how are we going to do that that's a good question hey, you got family in town i mean we could ask her if there's anything that she needs help with yeah i mean if you guys want to i mean we, or we can continue on with this adventure Anybody? I mean, I you're the one that found it, so I'll leave that up to you. If if you if we want to go back in, I have no problem with that. Uh, you know, I just don't know how we're going to approach it. Hey, you got a weird old picture there that I saw. Well, we're not going to go out and say that. Oof. <laughs> I I feel like uh, I I yeah, that's that's a that's a risky that's a risky move. I ain't right. saying you can't do it, but I'm saying it's a risky move. <laughs> All right, so, uh, yeah, I, I walk back in there. Okay. Uh, just Aegon, or is everyone going back? No, I'm going to go, too. The three of you walk oh. back in the store, and Agnes, uh, who's back to the counter, uh, looks at the three of you as you walk in. She says, well, don't you forget something? Um, We've been, uh, you know, coming back to town, checking in with people. Uh, before we head out tomorrow, we were just curious uh, how things were going with you, if there was anything you needed us to investigate or look up. I know you had mentioned about forget-me-not herbs, but was there anything else you were concerned about? Uh, she shrugs, and she says, Nay, nay, there's nothing that comes to mind. Uh, I don't have any issues, uh, you know, to be dealt with. I don't have any quests or 
uh, requests to make. So we're just kind of asking, um, with all this blight around here, and it seems to kind of be spreading, why, you know, what would kind of bring you to town? Uh, she kind of, I, I pauses for a moment before she answers, and she says, well, it's just looking to, uh, a change of scenery. She, uh, if you she, want, make an insight check. Yeah. With guidance? No, you didn't cast it before. <laughs> this is a reactionary thing to what she said. So that would be a seven. Uh, with a seven, I... Her emotions are a little hard to read. Okay, well... So, but I, I'm just curious because you came to a town that seems kind of blighted. Like, it's, you know, the south is really bad. I, it's just odd that you would make your way here. She says, uh, she kind of shrugs again. She says, well, I don't have my home in the south, so it doesn't really affect me much. And I suppose the townspeople have mostly fled away from that land, so it doesn't really hurt my business much. Is it... I mean, I can't imagine it's difficult having to leave something like that. Having to leave a home. Um, do you... Have... I don't know what I'm asking. Uh, I need to know have, what you're asking uh, for her to respond. Do you have family in the area? She says, no, I came here alone. Did you leave family when you came here? Uh, no, I'm... Just on my own in the world. Uh, if you want, roll insight. Okay. Are you going to do that? I mean, we all can, can we? Uh, yeah, uh, anyone can roll. Oh, no, I'm sorry, not 12. 16. Uh, oh, I got a 3. Oh, fair <laughs> enough. Garden, did you roll? or? Yeah, I got a 12. Okay. I... Both Garden and Aegon, uh, when she says that uh, she's alone in the world, uh, you think that there's a little bit of sadness there. Uh, she's certainly not wearing her heart on her sleeve, though she's also not necessarily hiding it especially well. Uh, you think that presumably she's lost family. Okay. Sorry, you just seemed a little off when we came in here the first time. Is there, you're sure there's nothing that we can help you with or that we could, you know, do for you? She says, nay, there's nothing that you can help with or do. Uh, if you want my work, then you come and hire me before anyone else. That can help me out. Okay. Uh, if you want, roll insight. Four. I got a 19. Garden? I got a 15. With a 15 and a 19, when she says that there is nothing you can do to help, you think she's telling the truth. You think that okay. there is nothing currently that can help her situation. Okay. okay. All right, well, you, you know, we'll check in often and you know how to find us. She yeah. nods and she says, I, I, uh, if, if you need work, you come here. If not, I'll be fine. All right. Thank you. Thank you. 
And she nods as you guys take uh, leave of her store. I. Uh, what would you like to do next? Uh, I guess I'm good with just going, eating at the inn, and going to bed. You want to head to bed? Anybody got anything else before we do that? I'm good. All right. Yep, I'm good. Awesome. Uh, so the three of you guys uh, head back to Susanna's Inn. And Charlotte is there. Uh, and she lets you know that uh, uh, dinner will be a little bit, but uh, uh, you know she'll have a, a meal for you and you guys can uh, uh, relax in the meantime. Uh, is there anything you want to uh, talk about? Anything you want to ask her before you guys head to bed? How long before uh, the meal's prepared? She tells you it'll be a little bit of time. Uh, to be honest, I don't remember exactly what time of day it was that you guys were uh, operating. I felt like it was sometime in the afternoon. So, you know, you probably have a few hours. Okay. So I could take like a short rest and examine a couple items I have? You absolutely can. What items do you have? I have a strange necklace and a ornate staff. Okay. So you analyze the necklace, and uh, from what you can tell, uh, this is a item known as the Periapt of Proof Against Poison. This delicate silver chain has a brilliant cut black gem pendant. When you wear it, poisons have no effect on you. You're immune to the poison condition and have immunity to poison damage. I uh, it uh, does not require attunement. Cool. Um, so it's something I have to put on, or just having it on me does that? You have to be wearing it, yeah. And you can only have one necklace item, so you can't like collect like five necklaces and be like, oh, look at this collection of necklaces. <laughs> bing you bing, know. baby. You only have one. <laughs> All right. Um, and then I have that ornate staff. Absolutely. Uh, you have, uh, uh, the Staff of the Woodlands. Uh, it requires attunement by a druid. It cannot be used by any other class. This staff can be wielded as a magic quarter staff that grants a plus two bonus to attack and damage rolls made with it. While holding it, you have a plus two bonus to spell attack rolls. You're spell... going way too fast. You're going way too fast. <laughs> Sorry, uh, go ahead. What I'm going to do uh, is just take a picture of it and send sure. the, uh, the item to you, but I'll All let you know right. what yeah, it does. Right. Uh, the staff has 10 charges uh, uh, for the following properties. It regains charges back. It has a bunch of uh, uh, spells. Uh, if you want to attune that to you, uh, that takes a, a short rest. Just let me know. And, uh, and yeah. All right. And... Uh... None of these items look cursed, or I, is that something I can tell? Well, you know, what are the odds that they're cursed? Right, exactly. <laughs> no, you would not be able to tell if they were cursed or not. I. Uh, the. I mean, the only one I would need to check that with would be the one I have to have attuned, right? Because, well, I, I mean, I guess the question is, in this world, throwing out a necklace, could I be cursed by throwing out a necklace? Sure, Absolutely. Okay. It doesn't require attunement, so likely it's not like you would be able to take that off. Uh, but any attuned item, if it's cursed, you're unable to unattune it from yourself. 
Right. Okay. So I can throw on the necklace and have to worry whether it's cursed or not. Because uh-huh. I can't tell if that's a uh huh or an uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> Damn you, Craig. I'll be, I'll be the guinea pig and equip it to my to myself. <laughs> no, and then, no, uh, no, 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 no. And then pass it on to you. <laughs> All right. Cool. Uh, yeah, so that is how the item works. If you have questions about that item, uh, let me know. Sure. It's a, a fancy staff that has spell charges in it and does really cool things. Do you want to tune it to yourself? Oh, no, no, not, not right now. All right. Just let me know. <laughs> you could certainly spend all that money to get it analyzed, but, I mean, that 100 gold is a lot of money. I got you. I, I, I got that's, you. That's actually very true. Hundred gold's a ton true. of money. Oh yeah, it is. That's very true. And for all I know, she could not even know. She might be senile. Yeah. She's old. <laughs> you don't know. It's <laughs> a good point. She's senile. It costs a lot of money. It just seems like it's bad business to to get the uh, item analyzed. I'll sleep on it. Give it some thought. <laughs> yeah. And if you wake up in the middle of the night and you decide you want to, you know, like, just let me know. Uh, so, uh, you guys, uh, take a look over your items. Is there anything else that the rest of you guys want to do before you eat and go to bed? Nope. I don't have anything. Garden? No. So you guys uh, spend the evening uh, making small talk. You eat, you relax, you, you know, you've had a pretty stressful uh, few days here, so you guys kind of try to take a load off, and uh, as the evening, uh, uh, you know, sets in and the sun sets, uh, Charlotte Foster lets you know if there's anything you need to just come downstairs and knock on her door, and she wishes you a good night. All right, good night. Okay, good night. And the three of you guys head up to your rooms, and you latch up the doors behind you as you go into your uh, uh, rooms. And you guys are going to bed. Is that right? Yes. Um, can I investigate my window first? Sure. Make an investigation check. Yeah. Why not? With guidance, maybe. Yeah. Why wouldn't you? Yeah. Man. Okay. Investigation? Uh, please. Where are you? Oh, there you are. Uh, Ten. With a 10, you look around, and it doesn't seem like the windows have been tampered with. Uh, it doesn't look like uh, there's anything, uh, uh, you know, out of the ordinary from what you saw before. There's certainly those little scratch marks you saw the last time, but there's not anything new that you can tell. Okay, okay. All right, I nervously go to bed. And you nervously go to bed. Uh, Ellie and Ad, anything you're doing before you go to bed? No, I'm good. You head to bed. Garden, what about you? Uh, yeah, I'm just going to head to bed myself. Absolutely. Go ahead and all three of you roll a d20 for me. Let me know what you get. Oh. 15. 20. Natural? Yeah. Two. He didn't say, like, anything else. Oh, yeah. Uh, it was a natural 20, though, uh, uh, Elianad? Yes. Uh, Elianad, you go to bed and, uh, your uh, uh, sleep is fairly untroubled. Uh, you know, I mean, it's not the best night of sleep you've ever had, certainly. The, you know, in this area, it seems like, you know, 
you've had nothing but restless night's sleeps. Uh, but for you tonight, it's not too bad. Uh, the only thing you kind of uh, feel like you dream about throughout the night are like green mists that kind of fade in and out and sort of are hazy in your consciousness. Uh, but nothing seems outlandishly scary or anything. Okay. Uh, Aegon, your uh, sleep is uh, quite a bit more troubled. The thought that that your family maybe did arrive here, you know, are potentially in the area, but nobody's seen them, uh, fills you with a lot of anxiety. And so your sleep is fairly troubled. Okay. Uh, Garden. You yes? wake up in the middle of the night. And you feel like you hear something. Sounds uh, like scratching coming from the uh, downstairs. Uh, well, I get up and creep, I guess, creep towards the sound. Sure. Uh, you, uh, uh, creep towards the sound. You, uh, go ahead and make a stealth check. In this case, it's without disadvantage because you're not wearing armor, but if you were wearing armor, you still wouldn't make it with disadvantage, so that's exciting. Hmm. <laughs> You just assume I don't sleep in my armor. I mean, you know. I, if you want a restful night's sleep, you ain't sleeping in that armor. If you want to sleep in that armor, you let me know because you're getting hit with levels of exhaustion. <laughs> no. Uh, 11. With 11, you creep down the stairs pretty quietly. They kind of creak just a bit. Uh, and you get downstairs, and you can tell the scratching is coming from the uh, the front door. Sounds like someone's kind of like Scratching at it. Is there anything nearby? Like, is there a knife or anything on any of the tables or something? Or uh, well, did you bring a weapon with you? I brought no weapons. Then I uh, roll a d twenty for me. Eleven. With eleven, there is a uh, uh, a steak knife that has been left out. From your guys's meal, uh, may or maybe in pre preparation for uh, breakfast tomorrow. Uh, but yeah, there's like a set of uh, uh, silverware, and you get a steak knife. Counts as a dagger. Be uh, a D4 damage. Okay. Oh, well, I grab that and hold it. Uh, I guess inconspicuous as I go open the door because I don't want to scare anyone who might see it. Sure. Uh, you go to open the door. Uh, make a strength check for me. Oh, thank God. 17. With a 17, the uh, you go to uh, pull the door open, and someone pulls from the other side and closes it. Um, let's... Hello? Hello? Uh, hello? Oh, hello. I was just wondering if you could help me. 
It sounds like Glenda on the other side of the door. Uh, I, uh, uh, what, what, what can I, 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 uh, put the knife down and try to open the door to, to speak with her? You're pulling hard. With a 17, oh. you have a lot of strength, yeah. but the door won't open. And the person on the other side of the door is keeping it closed. Oh, I'm afraid it's too bright in there. Would you dampen the fire in the fireplace and then it won't hurt my eyes so bad when I come in? Glenda? Yes? Is that... Is, is Natural 20. With a natural 20, the voice saying yes on the other side did not sound very sure that it was Glenda. Um, wow. Well, uh, I'm afraid I can't put the fire out. I'm sure the reason that they left it, they left it on to get cold in here. Oh, the, the cold isn't a problem, child. It's it's that horrible bright light. If you could dampen that fire, I could come in and and then we could talk. Mm, we could talk right here, just just like this, just just. I'm afraid just like we I can't hear you. Please dampen the fire. Put the but fire out. What does light have to do with sound? We didn't have this problem when we were speaking by the fire at the campsite. You hear footsteps take a few steps back away from the door. And then, do you want to throw open the door? Yeah, I've got the light on my side. I'll just put, yeah, yeah, throw open the you door. You throw open the door, and you see a large shadow erupt out of a smaller form and just retreat back into the darkness. All right, guess no sleep for me tonight. Close the door and lock it? I close it, lock it, yeah. I toss another log on the fire and I... <laughs> um, yeah, I'll wake, I, I want to wake, uh, I'll go uh, wake Aegon up. Uh, Aegon, uh, as you're sleeping, you get a knock at the door. And just as uh, uh, you're running through long hallways... Uh, and two twin children are just always out of grasp. Finally, right when you're about to be there with them, there's a knock at the door and you wake up. What the hell is going on? <laughs> so I just encountered something very interesting. Uh, you, you know that shadow creature that's been stalking us sure yeah it was at the door one it, it, it was impersonating a, a glinda all right is it and still here it's it's gone i scared away when i opened the door all right go to bed <laughs> Aegon <laughs> yells at you to go to bed and then slams the door in your face you hear he latches it on behind him and then you know you hear the sound of him uh, uh, tromping over to the uh, bed and jumping back in. Damn kids. <laughs> uh, what would you like to do uh, um, there, uh, Garden? Do you want to try to get some more sleep? It is the middle of the night. 
Yeah, I contemplate on telling Ellie and Nod, but then I, 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 I second guess and I just go to bed. And you head to bed. Your night is much like uh, Aegon's, quite troubled. Uh, but you get a decent night's sleep, and all three of you guys wake up in the morning. Cool, cool. I presume, uh, uh, Garden, you're going to tell uh, uh, everyone when they wake up uh, uh, what you saw? Yes. Sure. Uh, Ellie and I, go ahead and roll me a d20. 19. Uh, With a 19, uh, your friends wake up, head downstairs, and as you're getting up, uh, you see uh, May uh, is in the room. Uh, and she, uh, 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 looks over at you and she says, uh, oh, hi there, Elianad. Hi. Good to see you back this time. She nods and she says, well, I can't be away forever, I suppose. Uh, she says, uh, anything going on? Anything interesting? Yeah, just kind of getting to know some of the people around here and, uh, finding out that they're just kind of odd um so i have some people i want you to look into i do my best okay so the first one is it's agnes right she's the one that owns the mithril menders uh-huh agnes uh redforge okay so agnes redforge redforge nah. redthorpe redthorpe Red thorpe sorry what that's how i wrote it redthorpe uh it's redforge but okay Oh, is it? You wrote it wrong. I guess it did. Uh, I hope so. Let me double check my notes because Red Thorpe doesn't. Su- yes, Red Forge. Thank God. Yes. <laughs> I'd have been so mad at myself if I named her Red Thorpe. Uh, Red Thorpe. I, I said Red Thorpe. Red Forge. You're not even there right now, damn it. Uh, <laughs> May kind of nods and she says, Red Forge. Yeah, I uh, feel like I've heard that name before. And then my traveling companions. I'd like to know about them. Aegon and uh, Garden. Aegon and Garden. Uh, you got their last names for me? Uh, Garden is Markwell. And Aegon is Queston. Queston. All right. Uh, yeah, I can take a look, see what I can find out for you. Also, there's this guy that brought us to town named Norris. I, I'm not sure what his last name is. But... The guy who brought you to town named Norris. Do you have anything <laughs> more for me? <laughs> no, he seems to be the one that kind of moves about this town and, uh, you know, he, he sells wares and different things. I mean, he, he just seems like an odd guy, but he seems to kind of know things. So there's no way he hasn't, you know, been around the city. You have to, if you ask around, I'm sure you'll be able to find something out. I was hoping to avoid people, but I'll see what I can do for you. Uh, uh, May kind of smiles, and she asks if there's anything else that uh, 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 she can help you out with. No, just that for now. Just stay safe. She says, you know I always do. And she opens up the window, and as she slides down, as she's done before, she closes the window behind her. Okay. Uh, Elliot, are you uh, heading down to your uh, compatriots? Absolutely. You guys are all together. Uh, it is now uh, morning. You guys have breakfast. You guys find out uh, a garden fills you in about what 
creepy event happened the night before. Yeah, so I, th I, I, I kind of think we need to like maybe look into this thing before we leave town today. I mean, it's I think it is the usually it's been on the outskirts of towns, and now it's actually approaching us in town. Yeah, well, but I we mean, ran away from it. I mean, I've seen scratches on my on my window. <laughs> That's true. Uh, so it's definitely it's definitely followed us to town multiple times. Yeah, and didn't you say you saw a weird wolf on the outskirts of the on woods the outskirts. or whatever? On the yeah, outskirts. in the woods from your hotel, from the hotel room. Yeah, here's the yes. thing. Your hotel is not very far from the outskirts of town. This is not a giant jump, honestly. This is like a 500 feet jump. It's really not a giant one. Uh, yeah, which, we brought it here. I which mean, is a, Which isn't to say that it's not concerning. It's probably very alarming what you just went through. I'm not going to trivialize that, but, uh, you know, you guys might know where the thing is. It's where you'd be heading and hopefully passing <laughs> by. Well, let's at least check on Glenda before we leave. I, 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 I need to make sure she's okay. No, that's a fair point. You know, you want to make sure that yeah. there's not just like a bloody mess in her shop. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right, yeah, so let's go to the Monaster Alchemel Resurgence. Resurgence? It's, it's such a catchy It's so name. much easier just to say Mar. That's what all the kids say anyways. That's right, Mar. Let's go to the Mar. Sure. You guys uh, walk over to the Mar, and uh, go ahead and uh, make a perception check for me. Uh, 17. I got a 14. I got a 3. All three of you. You walk in to Mana Syrup Alchemical Reagents. Red is smeared across the floor. So she's making blueberry wine. Blueberries be red. are dark, dark red. <laughs> I, I call out for Glinda. Oh, do be careful! I spilled something oh in the my... front of the shop! I'm getting a broom right now! Oh my gosh. And that's where we're gonna go mm. ahead and pause today's session. I hate you. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Noobs and Dragons. This show is brought to you by listeners like you. If you wish to support the show, go to patreon.com slash gamezilla media. From there, you'll be able to gain excellent perks like a behind the scenes show for Noobs and Dragons. We thank you for your patronage.